All right, we're back. Was there? We didn't even test. I hope this one's. Hope this recording works. <laughs> Looks good. Uh, nothing. I guess. <laughs> Technically, we had a cancellation today. Now, <laughs> so true. Yeah. <laughs> Two minutes ago, cancellation for the pod. Uh-huh. Uh, but that being said, um, there are four people confirmed coming up next. Sick. Which will be good ones, actually. Oh, uh, actually, <laughs> no, I didn't mean like that. They'll be good. They'll be good. They'll be good. They'll be good. Um, yeah, I was I was saying to you earlier, I'm so fucked today because I went for my first run yesterday. Yeah, that'll kill you. And it was so sick, and I was so into it while I was doing it. And at the end, I was like, I was like, that was so amazing. Like, I can't wait to do it tomorrow. And then, like, I just woke up today, and like my my, my legs like, literally like, don't work. Damn! Like, I'm like in so much pain. But that's, it's a good. That's thing. your first run in a while, though, right? That's why. It's my first run in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I realized that like there's very simple things that I could do to get my life in order, and the one is working out, and the other is eating breakfast. Are you working out? No. Are you eating breakfast? No. Fuck! You don't like breakfast. I started to, I'm forcing myself to, but I I don't have an appetite until like fucking 2 p.m. Actually. I, I saw like a conspiracy theory TikTok oh, sick. about how breakfast came about and how like, I, I honestly wish I could even remember what it said, but it was something basically just saying that like breakfast was like, like up until a certain point, like traditionally people ate two meals a day. True. And then somebody from like, a bunch of like industries like came together and like tried to figure out a way to like obviously move more product and we're yeah. like and then there was and then whoever this guy was like went to these doctors and was basically like we need to figure out a way to convince people that breakfast because you know that the saying breakfast is the most important meal of the yeah. day I, re- I randomly do believe that that happened <laughs> but I find I just like I'm I like Ava was like you're always grumpy until like 4 p.m. Yeah. and then she was like wait you don't eat until like 4 p.m. I mean that's <laughs> simply put it's like when really you, simple a full man is a happy man <laughs> Yeah, I called it intermittent fasting, but I think I was just too lazy to make yeah, breakfast. Just, well, what do you eat for breakfast then? Coffee and cigarettes. Yeah, I'd say, <laughs> what do you eat for breakfast when you now, have a normal breakfast? If you, uh, sorry, if you were to I have had a oatmeal this morning. Oh, so you like having like some some steel cutouts? With yeah, some, uh, some steel cutouts. <laughs> um, uh, the other day I had what did I have? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just like been really simple stuff. I just like anything I can eat that's like really light. I've been trying to eat because yeah. I really like it. I'm forcing myself to eat in the morning. Which yeah. are, like I don't know if that's good, but I know that I'm like a piece of shit until I eat. I don't love breakfast, but I like breakfast. Man. I think it's like a, it's something that like again it's but I, but I also have the thing where if I don't a I know that if I don't eat I'm like in a terrible mood and b I know that I just like feel weird if I don't have something in my stomach yeah. before noon or whatever, you know? You're getting a phone call. Um, Who is it? Likely spam. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they do that. Man. I know. <laughs> I, I tell you how my email was going into everybody's spam for like like a year and I had no idea. And it was it's just a Gmail? It's just my Gmail. Apparently it had gotten like flagged for something. True. And I like was going to everyone. So I lost like like all those like treatment jobs that I was applying for and right. stuff. Like I wasn't getting and I was like, they why just, the like, fuck is no one see? responding to me? And then it turn, turns out I was it was all going right to people's spam. Damn. That was happening to me for a minute too, but with a <laughs> I have like a Google Suite email with a fancy uh Josh at blank ah, type situation. True. And I don't ask me how I don't even ask me how I fixed it, but I did fix yeah, it. Yeah, mine just randomly started working again. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is up with that. Yeah, I have no idea. Apparently if you like log on to a server that has been known to like do bad shit or whatever, so you like immediately that. blocked. I don't know what the watching fuck I was. Dark doing. web porn? No, I wasn't. <laughs> I definitely was not. I have no idea. Also, we gotta do a little shout out here to uh our new sponsor. Zamalek. 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 I actually do not know how to uh, pronounce kick, it. Is it French? It's from Montreal. Oh. And uh, the system worked, I got to say. It's rich in antioxidants, hibiscus it's, juice honoring a tradition that crosses continents. It's very good though, right? You have to drink it in good company though. I think we're, in, I think we're doing just that right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> but uh, the system worked where I did a little, uh, you know, mentioned it at the end of the pod. Here we uh, go. A couple of episodes ago, I guess. And, you know, I got a nice little message being like, you need to try this. I'm going to bring 
a case over to you. So uh, <sighs> I know you're listening, Mika. Thank you for uh, sending. Uh, yeah, it's delicious. I know. Very good stuff. Uh, and also in my quest of finding uh, other drinks that I also enjoy, because we got to talk about a couple nights ago when it was Lauren's birthday and we went to karaoke. And you drank that disgusting IPA, non-alcoholic IPA? It was maybe the worst. <clears throat> I mean, do you even like alcoholic IPAs? No. So so this, this, <laughs> well, here's my thing. is I was like, okay, well, this because there's two things I got to say. First of all, uh, no, I do not like IPAs. Uh-huh. When I was drinking, at least if I had an IPA, it was getting you drunk. Exactly. <laughs> it was serving its purpose. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It was like, you'd, you'd, be, you'd be like, like, oh, and then you'd be like, ah, but whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a beer, you know? Yeah. But the reason why I got this at uh, the birthday was because um, about a week earlier, I was doing a recording session with uh, Emmett Webb and he works at Blood Brothers Brewery. And he was like, you know, I had a little group chat before being like, okay, like, da, 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 like you guys want me to bring beer? And uh, Nate was like, yeah, yeah, bring beer. And I was like, I'm good. But like, you know, you guys drink whatever. I'm, I'll be there for the session. We'll record some music. It'll be sick. And then he messaged me again being like, do you want non-alcoholic beer? Because we, we do have it here. And I was like, honestly, dude, sure. Like, bring it. Like, whatever. And uh, so he brings this non-alcoholic Blood Brothers beer. And we start the session at like maybe 5 p.m. So it's like still obviously bright out. We go into this like windowless basement. And I'm like drinking this non-alcoholic beer and it's like tripping me out more than anything has ever tripped me out maybe ever because like it tasted so much like beer. Yeah. It gave off the effect of like a buzz, but there was no buzz. Weird. It was like. Like purely placebo. It was almost like it was like a, it was like a, yeah, I guess it was like a CBD style. Like it was like that style of. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It like fucked me up so much that I literally could not stop talking about it for I, like the entire session. I was like, what the hell damn. is this? And then things just kept like fucking. He just with- gave you alcoholic beer and <laughs> No, it was unless they like miss, <laughs> miss, uh, <laughs> miss bottled it. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> but, but, <laughs> Alcoholics Anonymous hate them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I was like, but then the, the other fucked up thing that like really tripped me out is like, you know that feeling where like, you know, you have like a day beer or something mm-hmm. and or you're like in some sort of like dark windowless, not a lot of natural light kind of yeah, thing. And you, you have just a feel beer. like disassociated. Yeah. And then, but yeah. then you step out into the real world yeah. and you kind of feel this like almost like guilt. Yeah. Like you're kind of just like, like, yeah. like act normal. Like it's I like coming that. out of a movie during the day. Too, yeah, I get exactly. That. Or like, you know, when you go into a movie during the day and then come out at night, it's yes. like that weird depressing feeling. So this gave me that exact thing because we were in this windowless room recording for like a couple of hours. I'm like, okay, let's take a little break and just like, you know, mm. give our ears a rest and chill outside for a second. And as we walked out, I had like what felt like a guilt, not even guilt, but I felt like awkward being like, being like, oh, like, like, you know, like you're a little buzzed. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to look like a fucking bum because it's <laughs> like daytime or whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, wait. No, you're completely sober. Damn. Like, what? What is wrong with you? But it, like, still in my mind. And then in, on top of that, I was like overcompensating and like thinking about things and being like overly careful with like, you know, how I. It was just weird. It was a Damn. very strange, strange thing. Anyways, the reason I bring that up is because that was such a positive experience. And as Tuesday progressed, this is like a week later. Uh, I had less and less of a positive experience with non-alcoholic drinks (laughs) in the middle being at Danny's for Lauren's birthday. We had, uh, or I had, um, a partake. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Not bad. Fine. Fine. We'll go with fine. The non-alcoholic Corona is apparently the best as we got recommended. I know. I got to go try that. I also I, love that it comes in the exact same bottle, just with like a slightly different label. Yeah. Something about that. Also, something about the a non-alcoholic beer in a bottle is kind of sick. Yeah, it is sick. <laughs> like, it really, really feels of, like you're drinking beer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so anyways, as I was going to say, is when we got to karaoke after, and I asked the bartender, you know, what do you have that's non-alcoholic? 
She says, we have this uh, non-alcoholic IPA, and I must have misheard because I know I don't like IPAs. But yeah, man, drinking a thing that I think is disgusting <laughs> normally and then realizing like I'm drinking this for flavor, and it was $10. Yeah. Uh, That's the thing I've been noticing is just that like non-alcoholic drinks are still so expensive. But you like do drink tails and shit. You do drink less of them. Though. You do, yeah. You know, because that's the thing is like, I at that karaoke thing had two drinks for the entire like four hour excursion, mm-hmm. excursion, four <laughs> hour party. Yeah. Whereas people probably had I don't know, plenty people were going back and forth to the bar, you know, and singing another song, da da da. Uh, but I definitely, like, I've never nursed a drink that long in my life. True. Like just literally the smallest little fucking sips. I was yeah. just like, oh, yeah. yeah. um, but the thing I will say, which is funny <laughs> is sober karaoke. Not as fun. It's really not as fun. Yeah. It's hard, man. That's like, but I think that I honestly think that maybe that is the most extreme thing I could have done. Not going to a party, yeah. not going to a DJ set, not going to a concert. I've done all of those things now. Yeah thinking that they would be like very difficult to, to do uh, without a drink. Karaoke was like the hardest. That yeah. being I, I, that being said, uh, by the end, after you left, I like eased into it. Sick. But it was like only, but I, I can't quite figure out why. But th- as I said, I had two drinks at the, there. And the second one that I had was a non-alcoholic gin and tonic. Oh yeah, I saw that on the menu. Now let me tell you, <laughs> that, that shit was fucking awesome. That shit rocks. Non-alcoholic spirits are low-key really good. Because it tastes, <laughs> like, it tastes exactly like the real thing. Yeah. I mean, but gin and tonics kind of just taste like tonic water. So it's like... No, but you can taste the gin and the can, gin and tonic. Yeah. You can it, taste it, the, it, like, the floralness. Yeah, exactly. The juniper, is that what it is? Juniper the berries. Juniper berries. Shout out to juniper berries. Shout out to juniper. But uh, no, straight up it was like very much like a... I was sipping it and it was like, you know, it had... <laughs> had bite <laughs> there you go. gotta get the um, bite but again i can't tell if that uh if me drinking that and then getting into the zone was because i like tricked myself into being like you're having a drink now you can yeah. just sing a song or yeah. because someone just handed me a microphone and was like here's jimmy Eat world's the middle go yeah you can't not sing jimmy world's the middle i had no choice yeah. i also sang uh <laughs> obstacle one by Interpol. Oh, hell yeah. Sick. <laughs> it was great. But uh, yeah, karaoke sober, um, very difficult. Yeah. Kind of not it. It was so, I was so like out of it that I was like, just go have a beer, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said to you, I was like, maybe you should just have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like, I was just like, I was like, who even, who cares? Like, That's been beer. the weird thing for me is just like, it's like, I actually like, I told myself I was going to start drinking again by this point. Mm-hmm. Like I'm already past my month mm-hmm. and I started come and I'm, now I'm just like doing it for doing it's sake. Yeah. Which is cool. But then you were also joking that night being like, being like, if me and you did it as a competition, yeah, you're like, I would win. You're like, I, you're like, I would totally win. <laughs> I would. A hundred percent. I would win. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, but the thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up on a month. I'm like 25 days, I think now. Sick. Uh, and you know, like, I'll, I'll make it. Yeah. I'll make it. <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you just going to do a month no. and then get back into it? You're gonna keep no. going. I'm both. Well, th- uh, you see, here's the thing. I can't decide yet if I want to have a drink when I go to Washington. True. But again. <laughs> It's it's fucking Washington. <laughs> you know what it's I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's not, not fucking, like New York. fucking New York City. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I want to go hang with all of my friends and like go to these different places and like mm-hmm. have adventures into the night and whatever. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm going to like Washington, DC. Yeah. So like I don't really have to. Yeah. You know? <laughs> to listen to Lana Del Rey. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's right. like, do I want to make myself feel even worse? <laughs> Drink a Pepsi Cola. <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's what she would want, yeah, you know? Exactly. Get an elf bar and a Pepsi and she, you know, she'll, yeah. she'll be happy. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, that's straight up the thing. It's like, I don't know. So I, I actually now, ha- I, it's, it's funny because I keep pushing back, creating like a, a fictional date in my head to be like, then I'll have a drink for this. Yeah. You know, I like now I'm kind of in this like, well, actually, interestingly enough, we're playing a show that just got announced today, Thermal with Lolina, AKA Inga Copeland, Hype Williams and all that. Uh, and I was like, 
should I have a drink for that show? True. And I don't know. Because I think that's kind of a good way to do it. Like I was like, that's how I quit smoking the first time was just like being like, I'm old to have a cigarette when I get home. Oh, I'll have a cigarette before mm-hmm. I go to bed. Like I'll have mm-hmm. a cigarette after my meal, you know, like, and just delaying the cigarette, you know? Yeah. And then I think I've been doing the same. Like I, I told myself I was going to drink tonight for my friend's birthday. Tonight and now, as in tonight. Yeah. It's yeah. in tonight, tonight as in, yeah. Uh, <laughs> tonight is in tonight. <laughs> uh, but I decided I, I wasn't, I'm not going to. Cause I just don't feel like it. Now I'm going to push it to another date. And then Fuck, I almost hoped I almost yeah. wish you did because then I would have time to catch up and beat you. So true. Well, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. Because you know, I would Dude, rub that this in your face. This is what friendly competition is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I just turned into a competition. <laughs> wow. We really turned into a sober podcast. Fuck. Yeah. Let's this. move on. Let's move on. Um, uh, did you go to any TIFF films? I did not. <laughs> well, here, so you the were going to go to Agro. I was going to go to Agro drift because um, did we talk about the harmony thing on here? I can't remember. Uh, I think the briefly, maybe intro, maybe possibly teen days. No, intro. what we, what we did was we talked about, we basically talked about how it was supposedly <clears throat> going to happen. Right. Because that was, uh, I, was that, anyways, whatever. No. I don't think we've actually talked about it no. because I think that this would be a nice setup because you saw the movie, but we talked about this thing. Yeah. Cause the whole joke was like, I was like, if it doesn't happen, I'll take it out of the intro. Yeah. And anyway, so it did happen. So, you know, our, our, our good pal, uh, Norman Wong and uh, Lauren Armstrong, were shooting the TIFF portraits uh, for all the people that came through, like, for TIFF. Anyways, so they kept being like, just come stop by. Like, it's chill. Like, like Norman's like, I'm in charge. Like, you can just, like, come through and just hang out and whatever, you know. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know. And I was like, who's coming? And I was like, nah, like, you know, I don't, doesn't, no, no one, you know, Link later? Like, I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> you didn't want to go see Vim Vendors and Link later? And I, honestly, what would I say to those guys? I really liked none of your movies because I haven't seen them. That's not true, actually. That's crazy. That's, gotta, that's a lie. I've seen yeah, them. Those are the two best. No, I've, I, I also, did you know that, that Link later directed School of Rock? Yeah. I did not and know. Did that. an amazing job. I honestly did not know that. Yeah. Like Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It doesn't feel like just a it's Linklater not, film. It doesn't fit into the it doesn't like it's actually crazy. Yeah, but it's so good. Oh, I know. I mean, yeah. I watched it. We I watched it like a month ago. <laughs> like actually. Um, but anyways, I uh side note, have you ever seen Waking Life? Yeah, I have. Which randomly has Alex Jones in it. Yeah. yeah. Which is so sick yeah. and so Alex, funny. Yeah, it's so funny. He, just he like, was just like a guy around Austin, Texas. Yeah, yeah. Time. He was just, just he like was a, just like a he was he was basically He was basically me. But he was basically <laughs> he was basically our version of like you know that guy at Young and Dundas who goes like believe. Yeah. yeah. He was just a character in the yeah, city who yeah. was like you're like, Oh, there's that kind of guy who just like screams things out on the, on the street on yeah. the soapbox. Yeah. Let's like, put him in a movie. And uh, yeah. Um, anyways, what I was going to say was, so that day, so finally I was, I was like, yeah, I don't want to come like, you know, not don't want to come, but I'll let you know. And then I get the, the confirmation, Harmony Crin's coming in 5 PM, be there. I'm like, shit. So side note as well, they were like, you know, like, or, uh, Norman would like play music and stuff for like the shoots and like whatever, put on some music, make it a fun vibe, chill, whatever. And he was like, uh, do you want to like play music? Like when harmony comes, and I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. So I, for the next like 24, not even 24 hours, 12 hours, I'd say it's like the Sunday before I think. And the shoot was on the Monday, I think. And, uh, I start making this mix. I was like, I was like, a shoot's generally like 10, 10 minutes. Like he's just going to get the shot and that's it. Like, how do I make the most psychotic mix of music <laughs> condensed into like 10 minutes humanly possible? <laughs> so I did it, made this mix. Did I even send it to yeah, you? Yeah, you did, yeah. And uh, uh, put it together and I was like, I'm going to fucking play this for Harmony Korean when he comes in. It's going to be crazy. We're going to get him on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I make this mix. I like go to the to the shoot, chill out for a second. And... They're like, they're like, Lauren's like, you got the music? And I was like, yeah. Mind you, while we're there, first of all, I should also mention it was really funny. Uh, Finn, what's his name? Finn Wolfhard or whatever from uh, Stranger Things. He was being shot as I was pulling up. So I like, I, I pull up to the Fairmont Hotel 
Lauren gives me directions to get to where I'm going. I like walk in. She's like, yeah, just like beside the elevator, just like take the stairs up. You'll see us like da da da. So I'm like, I st- like as soon as I walk in, like security guys in suits just like like look over at me, and I'm like, I'm like whatever. I'm, I'm I'm supposed to be here. I was invited here. I like walk towards the stairs. As I'm walking up the stairs, this guy in a suit, security guard, walks up right beside me. Goes, hey, how you doing? And I'm like pretty good we're like walking up the stairs he's like oh, okay cool yeah like yeah welcome to the royal york like uh what are you doing here and i'm like oh i'm just going to like the shoot over here he's like oh what shoot and i'm like the tiff shoot he's like hmm, i don't know what you're talking about and i'm like oh isn't it is it in this room or is it now he's like i don't know and i was like okay thanks and i keep walking as he's like still trailing me from behind and he like does the thing where like Fucking, you know that Secret Service style thing where they like talk into their shoulder? Yeah. They're like, oh, I like see him do that. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, do I look like sketchy or something? <laughs> like, what is going on? Anyways, I like get to like where I'm supposed to go and another guy comes out and goes like, ah, excuse me, sir. And I'm like, yes. He's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm here for the shoot. He's like, what shoot? I'm like, the shoot that I can see happening in that room, like around the corner right there. He's like, mm, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I was, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, Norman Wong said that I could come. He's like, who's that? I'm like, the guy shooting the pictures. He's like, Meh, don't know who that is. Can you uh, maybe get someone to, to text you or call you or show me an email? And I like text Lauren. And be, I'm like, I'm like uh, I'm here. And then she like comes out and waves. And they're like, oh, okay. And then I just like walk. And I was like, what the? And so then I realized. Strict. But then I realized it was because Finn has, it was, they were Finn. It was Finn's personal I security think, guard? I think so. He's I don't actually. famous. Come I know, on. right? That's what I said. Get over yourself. Like, I pretty much saw that. I saw, I, he's the one that plays in the band, right? Yeah, probably. I'm assuming it's from Vancouver. Yeah, 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 yeah. I literally, like, I, like, met him like, <clears throat> years ago when he was opening from Back to Marco in Hamilton. Sick. <laughs> uh, anyways, the point is, it was very funny, and I was just, like, at first I was, like, really offended being, like, being, like, what do you, what do you, what do you, who do you think I am? Like, I'm not here to, like, like, what? And then I was like, do you think I just, like, walked off, walked in off the street to, like, go fuck up some shit? Anyway. <laughs> to go meet Finn Wolfhard? <laughs> yeah. I was like, was, to go slap him? <laughs> um, but then I, then after the fact, I realized that, like, because after he left, there was such a, like, um, like, a lot of people left when he left. And I was like, because when I got in, I was like, oh, I think he was being shot. And there was, like, all these people. And I was like, oh, this is, like, an insane operation. Uh-uh. Which it was. But then when he left, like, so did, like, 15 people. And I was like, and then after that, it was, like, totally chill. True. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And didn't have, like, a posse of 10,000 security guards? He rolled in with, I'm assuming, his publicist. Sick. And that was it. Hell yeah. But, uh, so they're like, they're like, do you want to, like, uh, want to play your mix? And I was like... I think it's too crazy. <laughs> so I ended I up cold not, feet. I got cold feet. I was just like, I don't think I want to play this. I think it's actually, cause it's also, you forget like how loud it is. Yeah. How loud, like they, you know, they turn the music on loud and like make it fun and comfortable and fast paced. True. I was like, I'm going to not do this. Yeah. And no one's like, what should I put on? I was like, put on just like some like old country music. Yeah. And then he like put on some, I forget what, uh, but yeah, he like walked in and like, so the thing is I, you know me. I rarely get nervous when I meet people mm-hmm. or if I, if someone walks in the building. Like I don't generally don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, but something about it, the second he walked in, I was like, <gasps> and I just like, I like, I, he, I, he like looked at me almost being like, what the hell's wrong with that guy? Cause I was just like, <laughs> everyone's like, hey, hey. And I was just, I, I, was, I was like, <gasps> and I just like sat down and I was just like, like just like looked down, like didn't even look at my phone, was just like, hmm. Like looking around, like I'm just like a total idiot. And then he's like, and Harmony's like making jokes, and he's just being like, ah, yeah, da, 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 like whatever. Because again, we also didn't know if he was going to show up wearing that mask, true, or if he was just going to be like a normal. You know, you don't yeah. you don't know because like he has no social media. Yeah, there's only things you see on Twitter. There's and no on his wife's account. <clears throat> I mean, I follow his wife. Yeah, but but that's but again, that's that's. I more so mean with like what's like presented mm. to as especially with this press cycle that he's doing. Right? Yeah. Like he's been wearing that mask. He's selling that mask. Making now. shit based as fuck. Making it based, based shout as out as Ed Lord. Uh but anyways, I was like I was like basically like if he comes in with that mask, I'm putting on the mix. If yeah. he doesn't, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And uh he didn't wear the mask. But anyways, yeah, it was super chill. Uh it was fun to watch Norman shoot him and to just see like that happen and just like, you know. And it was also fun to see Norman get like a little nervous too. He was just like, man, I'm a huge, huge. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting in the back being like, me too. 
<laughs> but then so so long so so sorry to to get to your section now your section of the story but i we were chatting that night and i ended up getting a ticket to the screening which was at midnight and i was just too tired i also got the ticket at like 10 o'clock at night True. so kind of like you know when you're like you know you're you're winding down you're in like chill zone i don't know what the hell i was watching i was just like not as much as I wanted to see that movie, like getting into an Uber and going straight to Scotiabank, like who's that? A uh, Royal Winter Elgin? Oh, oh, that's where it was. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Scotia. Wait, so it was on King. Yeah. Oh, honestly, that ch- I would have gone. Yeah, yeah. No, it was sick. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I honestly, everybody thought- was there. It was crazy how many people. Like I, I went to, like I went to. Well, I only went to four movies, but. Of all those four movies, I didn't see nearly as many people that I knew yeah. than at the Agro Drift screening. It was like every single person was there. But it was, yeah, it was super fun. Fuck. The movie was crazy. So yeah, I liked go it on. A lot. Let's, let's hear I about it. Was this insane. Movie. What do you It's what do like, fuck. I don't even know how to describe it except for like it feels like a GTA side mission, kind of. Okay. Uh, is it true that the characters basically <clears throat> speak like NPCs? Yeah, they speak like NPCs and it like repeats over and over. You know when you like kind of like walk up to an NPC in a, in a game of GTA and then you like go, step back and then you walk back up to them and they keep like repeating the same line <laughs> yeah. you know maybe like a variation of it sometimes but it's like they just it's like it's pretty every line of dialogue is delivered like that and over and over again but then it becomes like almost trance like and then all in this like infrared or thermal so, like vision so it's sick. like it was fucking nuts i saw like yeah i don't it was it was surprisingly more conventional of a film than I thought it was going. That's to kind be. of what I like. The story is pretty saying. conventional. Like I don't think I think him saying like this isn't even a movie is a little bit gimmicky because like it it kind of kind of is just a movie with like some NPC style dialogue and in thermal vision. But in yeah. other ways, it's like the craziest thing I've ever seen. And I don't even. It was one of those movies I walked out on being like I have nothing to say about this movie because I just like don't. I don't know what to say. Like yeah. there's so there's stuff going on here that I don't think I even understand at all. You know yeah. what I mean? I think like maybe in five years I'll look back on this movie and be like, Whoa, like yeah. shit was really happy. But it's the same with like when I first watched Mr. Lonely, I was like, yeah, this is crazy, you know, but, uh, but now when I watch Mr. Lonely, I'm like, Holy shit. You know, should I watch that? I've, oh, seen, yeah, I've seen it. No, sick. I've seen it. I yeah. saw it. I, I saw it. I saw Mr. Lonely when I was in high school. Yeah with my girlfriend at the time mm-hmm. and we rented it because I feel like we must have been into ki- at least kids yeah. or like gummo or something at that point. But I remember like renting it and I remember again, I was just like, I was like, this movie sucks. Mm. Not sucks, but I was just like, that's what's, weird. what's happening. Here. Yeah. yeah. And it's, but it's something that I'm thinking now being like, I need to revisit that. Yeah. It's so I, good. I, I just didn't really, I didn't get <clears> it. I saw like, some really terrible takes on, on, Agro drift though, like what? That I don't even want to get into, but just like people saying that it was like uh, racist and stuff like that, and oh, I was Travis like, Scott is in it. I just like don't understand <laughs> at all, like the saying that it's like because he once said that DD that Birth of a Nation, which is obviously a racist film because mm-hmm. it literally retells the fucking Civil War where the Confederate wins pretty much. Yeah. Um, he said like Harmony Korine once said that like filmmaking hasn't evolved much since that, which is like true on a technical level. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It really hasn't. Yeah. And they were saying that like this movie was like, was like the same story of like, I, I, I don't even know what the fuck it meant, but it was, but it's like, it was it, isn't it, it? It's, I mean, I, I need to see it. So I can't really, yeah. can't say anything about it, but yeah. Do you think it's it's definitely not going to get a theatrical release? I don't, I don't think so. Unless it'll probably be like maybe some niche theaters, but like yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, see, that's the thing that bums me out about not going is like there is a chance I won't see this for a very long yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, I wonder what this new like Edge Lord thing will be because it might be something that you can just like log on and watch in like a virtual theater. True. You know? <laughs> but then I also think yeah, and, and I, I also wonder if it gets it might get released in like an unconventional way yeah like it might get released in a way where like i don't know like you have to put on like an oculus rift or something but i wanted to see because you saw that he's uh he's selling those masks oh yeah i'm I'm curious as to how much (laughs) they would cost because it could be anything dude i want one do you so sick he like comes on stage at the beginning for like the intro and is like not wearing the mask but just comes out like 
he's so, he's so swag. Yeah. <laughs> like he's randomly the most like stupid little kid swag that like I've ever seen in a guy. Like yeah. he's coming out. He's like kind of like, wasn't he also he, like kind of like grabbing his dick. Like, wasn't like, he like playing a song too? Like, yeah. Like, yeah for the, for the phone. beginning of, I forget what song it was. Fuck. But yeah, he like played a song like through the mic, like put his iPhone speaker up to the mic and like played it <laughs> for like the entire song. And everybody's just like, yeah, <laughs> like what cool, the fuck? Man. But he's so sick. He's crazy. Um, I do. Yeah. And then I saw, yeah, I only saw, I got burnt out after four films though. I really don't understand how people do. I still don't understand. I really tried this year. Like I had the press pass and everything to go see as many as yeah. I wanted, but I like just couldn't fucking manage because the, the screenings are just like exhausting being around that many people who like are that like, I don't know what it is, Yeah. but to me it's just like so exhausting. I, I went home and watched like 10 movies but you just didn't. Sorry, I'm pulling up the the Edgelord website right now. Yeah. Number one, Agro Demon Mask. Oh, drops in 14 days. <clears throat> Shit. Okay, I was wondering how much it costs, but you were saying sorry. Um. Yeah, I just was saying how burnt out I was after four TIFF movies. Mm-hmm. It's just like exhausting. Yeah, so exhausting. I think it's. I think that people treat it like. I mean, like, like going I guess, to a concert, like, but like, yeah, it's like going to a festival. Yeah. I mean, like a music festival. Yeah. I feel like, but I, I guess I wonder because. In my mind, like, do you do that like a week of movies straight and then do you take a break or do you just like do that and then go see like a blockbuster like the following Friday? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I Well, I just like, I don't know. Hey, there's a picture of Harmony Curran right there. There it is. That's from the shoot. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I just, yeah, I don't know. I, Cause I went home and like continued to watch as many movies as I normally do in a day or like yeah. in a week. Yeah. But just like for some reason after, after Agro Drift, I was like, I actually don't think I can go see another movie. Yeah. I think it's like being, it's kind of like a social event. So it kind of like, it's like that level of, of yeah. energy sucking too. And it only gets, the more you go, it becomes more of a thing because you start to see some of the same people. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's also like, like not trying to talk shit, but like, so much of the Toronto film industry really kind of grosses me out. Well, good luck getting support by saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the like industry no, people. Just it's just kidding. like I'm so just many, like there's just so many critics. There's like more, there's like a critic. There's like 10 critics per filmmaker. How do you feel about critics? I because don't know. I don't thing. know. I, I, it's to me, it's a completely alien way for me to like, look at filmmaking the way that they do. Yeah. Like when I read, like there's some critics that I like, we've talked about this, but yeah. like, so much, so much of the time when I like read a f- f- piece of criticism, I'm like, what are you even talking about? Yeah. Like, w- w- to me, so much of like the viewing experience is like personal yeah. and like how it connects with you emotionally. And like, you know, and I understand, like I watch films on from a technical level or from a directorial level yeah. too, but like, it's like, well, how do they work as they relate to me? You know? And especially when I see a film for the first time, mm-hmm. when I see a film for the first time, I'm purely trying to figure out how it connects to me emotionally. But I almost feel like, and I, can't, I honestly correct me if I'm wrong. I can't remember if we've talked about this before. I feel like we maybe we have mm. on here. But do you think? Because I kind of weirdly think this. Do you think people should be? Do you think critics? Do you think you should be able to be a critic without making the thing that you're criticizing? Like the yeah, that's why people? like everyone kind of likes Ebert so much more is because at least he like tried to make films. Because I don't, I, I and made a pretty good one. He made a movie. Yeah, the what was it? It was the Valley of the Dolls. Is that what it's called? No, it's called something else with the Valley of the Dolls. But yeah, okay. He like wrote it, I think. Okay, because this is the it's thing, great. Like it's a good this movie. Is the thing, this is the thing that, that that crosses my mind constantly. Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Yes, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. I didn't know that he had anything to do with that, yeah. but I constantly think about, you know, how can you criticize something when you yourself can't do the very thing? The other thing is like he, Roger Ebert felt like he was coming at films with like a great love for films and same with like Pauline Kael and I think Richard Brody and like some other people, they come at filmmaking with like such a love for films. Yeah. And I think when they diss a film, it feels like they're like disappointed that someone didn't use the filmic medium for like it's you know to like to to tell the story in the best way you know what i mean it's it's late that they critique i think laziness in film yeah and what what a lot of people i read about now it's like it's just like but i guess because film is such a broad medium it's more than just you know what i mean like versus like an album or a song it's like Mm -hmm. you very much like 
you listen to the thing. You can only really experience it one way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you could say like headphones versus. Well, but tell me, like, how, like, when you listen to an album for the first time, what are you like? Are you thinking about like, like, as a producer, are you thinking about like, oh, it's crazy that they used this, yeah. this <laughs> like, this sound here. Yes, I like, hundred percent. But are are you also not just like trying to feel it? No, I'm doing. I'm doing a bunch of different things. Yeah. Uh, but my my point being, like, for example, if someone like didn't like like my album first of all right totally fine i don't care if you like it or not mm-hmm. right but like let's say you know there's a lot of like trip poppy kind of stuff on it let's say jeff barrow from uh portis head mm-hmm. was like your album's shit mm-hmm. i'd be like Fuck. respect <laughs> like you're right it's shit yeah but if some person just goes your album's shit and i'm like do you make music? And they're like, no. I'd be like, so your opinion doesn't matter. Yeah. And they'd be like, or, or they'd be like, no, I do make music. And I'd be like, let me hear that music. And I'd be like, that's shit. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but I can say that because I make the music. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, yeah. I'm, I'm joking. But like, it, it, it's it, it, something that like, I think about often because like, people, people often get, like one of the worst career suicides you can, you, you can do is like, if you get a bad review, and thankfully, I've, I should knock on wood. I've never really gotten like a bad, bad review. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always been like, you know, sevens. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, people lose it. Like the, the public loses it when an artist goes off on a critic mm-hmm. as a response to the bad review. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I can't, I can't understand how on let, like I, I, understand as an as somebody who makes art as well how that can like ruin your day and ruin your career and ruin your life or ruin how you're feeling at that very moment mm-hmm. but like when people that don't make art are like how dare he clap back at that that critic it's yeah. just like what are you talking about like yeah. how how do you not how do you not see that that like at an emotional level it like it crushes your very existence. I think the thing that I actually don't like a lot, but a lot of criticisms right now, which might actually contradict the way I personally view movies, but I'm not a movie critic, right? And I don't want to be a movie critic and I don't think critically about movies. (laughs) (laughs) That's not not true. (laughs) Uh, That's not true at all. uh, Freudian slip there. Um, No, like is that they're like almost too personal. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Like they, they're, they're like, it's, it's really just, I don't think a film critic should, I don't even actually, I'm not going to say any absolutes here because I really don't know. Yeah. But like, it, it seems to me that like a film critic shouldn't be telling their personal opinion of a movie. They should be really dissecting it from like a technical, skillful level. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which ironically is the way that I really hate to view films. Yeah, I know so, But mean. it's I like, that, I think that's the difference. There's too many people who probably, right, that, that's what it feels like. There's too many people who are critics right now who seem like they actually just want to be making films. Right. But instead they have to settle for writing about films. Yes. And so then they write films they write critiques about film in the way that another filmmaker would, yeah. which isn't the right way. Like critics should be kind of critics, and so it's. I, I feel like it's actually the opposite. Are there any movies about film critics? Uh, 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 Quentin Tarantino has a movie called The Critic coming out. <laughs> oh so. yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't know if there's been. Yeah, I think there has been, but yeah, I don't know. I don't actually know my opinion on this. I just know that there's some part, some part of like talking to critics about movies that just like really kind of hurt. Yeah. I was just like, wow, well, this is, it's so crazy to like have such a love for something uh-huh. and then to talk to other people who also have such a love for it and just to be on like completely different pages about because it. That's, and it's not that either one of us is right or wrong. It's just like But even so when we different. had Chandler on and she was talking about how she is also a critic, I mm-hmm. was like, at least you make your own art as well. It's like you have a right to be like, I don't know if like, you know what I mean? It's like, I, yeah. I, I think that there's like a level of like, but I guess. But I randomly don't think that's true. I think that like. I mean, Chandler's great, and she also like is able to like separate herself. I think when she's when she's a critic and when she's a filmmaker, which is mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. But like, I think critics should just be fucking critics. Yeah, get rid of them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. As as I like like you know read reviews of albums and things daily. Yeah. Obviously, I love. I think I love criticism too much, actually, to the point. But where do you it's know like what I mean? Like, because it, it happens in music criticism too, where it just feels like you're like these critics are writing about an album being bad, but really what they're saying is, I don't like this album. Yes. Do you know what I mean? 
But see, the, this, the complicated thing about the whole thing is like I think about what I would do and I would do, it would do exactly the same. That. And that's why I'm not a critic. <laughs> I know. It's so fucked because you know? like at the same time, I'd be like, I don't like this album. Therefore, it's bad. But it's also because, the same thing it, that's happening in like journalism but and it stuff too. To, it's just like a lack of objectivity. And because it becomes, it, I also think it has a lot to do with the idea of people uh, creating like the, like the character, the, the them being the st- the star. I yeah. think that's the problem yeah. is that when they become like, and, and the thing is, unfortunately it works. Like yeah. if you, the reason why we follow specific critics or like if I'm reading something and I'm like, I, I like this them as a person or the, mm-hmm. how they present themselves. I want to know their opinion on this thing to yeah. then form my own, which I would never do, but I know a lot of people do do that. Yeah. I think that it's like a, it's, it's, it's a double edged sword because on the one hand it's, you follow along somebody that you admire to get their opinion on things. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, it shouldn't matter. Yeah. It should be about whether it's, but then it's like, is it objective? Like it doesn't, it's too complicated. I think the real way that you know if you liked a movie is you go and talk about it with your friends. No, what you do is you start a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's but that's like the do. main thing then. Like if, when I talk to, talk to my friends about movies, I like, I, I get to, like I know whether or not I liked it coming out of it, but I get to like figure out what it is I liked about it through yeah. just like having conversations about it. Because like you say, the shit that exists in your mind just sometimes doesn't make any sense when spoken out loud. And what if you don't the, have those, what conversations, we need to come up with mean. is a. Uh, but it'd be, <laughs> we need to come up with a new format that's like imagine if it was like. I guess it would only really work for music because I mean, unless you're really like watching a film over and over and over again. But a way to be like transparent about what you think of something over the span of time. Yeah. Like imagine if you were just like, and I'm just going to use albums as an example. Imagine if you're like, here's an album and it's like, and it's like comes, came out Friday, September 23rd mm-hmm. and you listen to it and you write your thoughts Yeah. and then you go, Hmm, you listen to that album again mm-hmm. and you put it in again. You put the date, you put like, uh, you know, September 28th and yeah. write new thoughts. And then you have over the span of like, yeah. I don't know, six months or something, you start to actually develop an understanding. Yeah. And because that's the other, the other thing is that like, how do you really, really criticize something by a watching it once or listening to it once yeah. or, or even three times or five times? Unless you're purely listening or watching it from like a technical level. You True. know what I mean? Yeah. But then even still, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, Joyce Carol Oates posted something today on Twitter, on X. On X? Go where on. she said that she loved the Elvis movie the second time she watched it. And she had like already, I think, slandered it the first time yeah. she watched it. And yeah. I was like, that is so sick that you yeah. could like come back and be like, wow, I actually totally didn't get this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is actually really good. And I apologize for like, yeah, you the know. Most, the, the most important thing is is growth yeah yeah <laughs> you know growing with something yeah the best everything in in, in art uh, the best of it all rarely is there something that you love i mean i can only speak for myself but something that you love the second you see it mm-hmm. and you continue to love it all along i, think I listened the, to elliot smith in high school and like didn't really like elliot smith yeah like the first like when i first heard i think I, the first thing i heard was like figure eight or something yeah and i didn't like it I still and don't now, really, I don't love Elliot Smith. Well, now he's like my favorite artist. You know, it's like it, it it hits at certain times, yeah. and it's like we're we're constantly evolving, we're constantly yeah. changing our tastes, change like, uh, like I used to on a dime. You know, I used to I wouldn't say I'm gonna say I used to really not like Bell and Sebastian, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I'm so into Bell and Sebastian right now. True, they're yeah. so good. Yeah, but like this is something that like literally for years. I was just like, ah, it's this fucking like wimpy, like wuss indie rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I love wimpy shit. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. But yeah. something about them just seemed a little too twee for me. Yeah. And I don't know what the hell happened in the last. That's, like, that's an, I didn't like them. I should probably try to, try to give them another fucking strap. It's awesome. Listen yeah. to fucking Tiger Milk. Awesome. Yeah. Like they're all, they're, they're really great records. But again, like that, that's the coolest part is like, there's so many things like how many times do you go back and like listen to or rewatch something that you loved? How and often do you love it now? Yeah, sometimes it doesn't hit. Like so many things don't hit, especially yeah. with music. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> right. I, well, there was actually something I listened to the other day that um, I think it was the Benz. Okay. 
It's a good record. It's so good, but I, I just it was like I remember that being so big for, and I just like it, it didn't hit. I was like trying to yeah. listen to. it. I was like, wait, what? Like, you know, I don't. know. It wasn't hitting. Well, it was I, so I, 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 I was also in that that kind of mode too because, which I weirdly listened to the Benz like kind of recently too actually, and I was such, and I still am. I, I'm I'm so much more of a Radiohead in their electronic era stand than I am them as just like a simple garage rock band. Yeah, and I know a lot of people feel the other way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I it's just for me. I just you know I just love Kid A and and Amnesiac and mm-hmm. all that shit. Uh, but my my point is though is that like. Uh, <clears throat> Actually, I don't remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> well, I, I was listening to King of Limbs because I like, didn't want to listen to the Benz, and I like the King of Limbs was never an album I really. I don't even think I've ever listened to it. Dude, to be so fucking good. That's the thing though. Is so it's everything good. those guys do. Is I know. Good. Yeah. Like everything they do. Yeah. It's like actually kind of fucked. They're fucked. I don't understand. They like do. they're actually like a little too good. Yeah. Like, it's annoying. Like like shut up. Tom York actually like pisses, <laughs> he actually like pisses me off. Yeah. Like, you know when someone's like so good and you're just like fuck. Like why can't you just like miss like once. <laughs> Like even the things that I like don't listen to, I'm just like I'm like I don't even need to listen to it because I know it's gonna be good. Yeah. Whatever his like other band is called, like yeah, that's why it's like yeah, of course you like Radiohead, like yeah, they're yeah. the best. That's why when someone's like, I love Radiohead, I'm like yeah, like I, I don't think I've ever met someone who doesn't. Didn't like, Alex G say once that like the only uh, like r- thing he listened to is really like Radiohead because his like sister showed him that? Do you believe that? It's the only thing he still. Well, he's to. no, he said that he, I forget. I don't know. Someone told me about this. So this is like three stories removed, but like. Yeah, apparently he like had never really listened. He wasn't like didn't really listen to music, and he had like listened to Radiohead because his mo- his sister showed him them, and then he just like started making music. But like, I, it I wasn't was, really a music fan before that. I mean, if any band <clears throat> is gonna make you a music fan, yeah, it's gonna be. It's probably band. gonna be like a band like that. But I don't, yeah, I don't even think he was saying that Radiohead made him a music fan. I think he was just saying like, yeah, I kind of listened to Radiohead. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't really believe that. I don't know if I believe it either, yeah. but. I respect it. It's yeah. a it's a good uh, it's a good press angle. Like Such that. a sick press angle. Yeah, you, just, you yeah. say that, and then guys like us go like, <laughs> "Get this, fucking like, it." Turns out, <laughs> turns out Alex G listened to Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> um, I've been having like such a fall, <clears throat> even though it's not really a fall day today, but fall indie. You, oh, know, nice. you ever get you ever get into that that vibe? Oh yeah, where you're just like. You know, That's randomly my vibe all year round. I know it kind of is. Yeah. You know, sweater weather comes around. I'm such a sweater guy. I you're wearing a jacket today though. Yeah. Well, okay. Fuck jacket guy. <laughs> long sleeve guy. A long, long sleeve. Guy. Long sleeve guy. I like to layer. I yeah. hate when I have to go out in just a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I feel naked. I'm with you. I like to layer up too. But yeah. I gotta say, this fall indie shit is fucking. So what are you listening to? It's banging this. What's been this, the playlist? What's your day list on Spotify? My day right list now? on Spotify. What's Spotify curating for you? I've been listening to, as I said, well, okay, so I've been listening to a lot of. <clears throat> I've been listening to a lot of shit. Okay, this is a thing that we've talked about plenty of times, but maybe not recently. Maybe like a year ago we talked about it. But I've been listening to a lot of things that were very big in like 2006 but nobody that I even know or talk to at all has ever mentioned these bands but I know people know do you remember a band called Kasabian no oh they had a song called Club Foot oh it's like da 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 I feel like yeah 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 I love that song it's so good yeah Also, the album is amazing. Yeah. Holy shit. Like the song like Reason is Treason. Like, oh my God. Anyways, the point is I've just been like listening to things that like, I've been listening to things that uh, I didn't, I mean, I did like Kasabian in high school, but things that were never my identity, I guess. Yeah. But they existed around the time when I was like really forming my like musical taste. Cool. That's a cool so, exercise. So it's not the thing. So there are all these things that are ingrained in the back of my brain. And oftentimes I'll put on one of these albums and be like, Oh damn, I actually know more than just the single. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like these were just like kind of around. So like, mm-hmm. it was like that record I was listening to 
I was listening to, I actually used to love this band, but I was listening to Ratatat. Yeah, I, I loved Ratatat when I was a kid. I was the biggest Ratatat kid. Were you actually? I was obsessed with Ratatat. Dude, I used to love them. They were like my, I would have been probably like grade six or seven, but I was obsessed with Ratatat. It's also makes sense because it's like pretty perfect like kid music. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just like. And then they did like the Kid Cudi cover and stuff. Of course. Yeah, and then, then it, so then I was also listening to, they did this thing called, uh, I think it's called like Ratatat. Remixes Volume One or something. It's like mm. the like rap remix. Anyways, yeah. I've just been going down this whole hole of again same era. And then what else? There's like uh, it's it's just been this like there was one oh and then oh so the other one that like I posted this on Instagram the other day and I don't know if you saw this but like definitely people of a certain age were like oh my god what is this and I posted it without any context like I, I purposely cut out the name of the band as I posted it just gatekeeping some of the worst bands in the world nice um. And it's this band called The Music. And the song is called Take the Long Road and Walk It. Okay. And it's maybe one of the best, worst songs ever recorded. Sick. It's like, and the video is so awful, and they're so goddamn British. And they're like, it's like tracksuit indie. Sick. (laughs) It's like... And the guy, like, they kind of sound what like... What year is this? I'm going to say, like, 2004, maybe. Okay. Um, but I posted a clip of the video where the guy's like... And uh, it's like, like so many people are like, what is this again? Like, oh, my God, what is this again? And I was like, the music. Also, think of that band name. The music? That's, like, the most deranged shit I've ever heard in my life. Like we're gonna call We us, are the music. We're gonna call what's your band called? We are we're the music. <laughs> like that was I, I I would I would argue It's kinda sick though. I would I would maybe argue that the music, the band, killed the the bands of the two thousand. True. Cause like what do you do after that? They just ran out of words. Like when you call your band the music, that's basically the last that's like the last <laughs> that's it. <laughs> there's, there's no that's more. all of it. You you encapsulated <laughs> yeah, all of it's it. It's like we've done it. Like we did it all. That's that's it. We're 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 finished. That's hilarious. I gotta go listen to the music. Yeah, I I I I would fade out with the music, but I don't know if I really want to. Do it. Do it. Do <laughs> Might it. have to go Kasabian on this one. But no, just like the the fall indie thing has been uh it's been the vibe, you know, and I don't wear scarves and I don't wear cardigans. But let me tell you, when I put those you headphones, start wearing skinny jeans, cardigans, and scarves. When I put those, when um, I put my AirPods in and listen to that music, you better believe I feel yeah. like I have a cardigan and yeah. a scarf on. Yeah. <laughs> what about the guys look. in scarves? We don't see that very often. <clears throat> no, you really don't. There's even like, I want, I really want, yeah, never mind. I say this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna wear a scarf. Remember, infinity scarves, like a circle scarf. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Those no. are sick. No. 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 Those are so sick. No. 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 No scarves. Those are um, sick. What was it? What else? There's something else I was gonna talk about that I wrote in my notes, but I kind of feel like that's about it. Oh, I was gonna say that I watched. Uh, also, have you heard the new Troy Sivan song? I know you love it. Adam told me you loved it. We watched the music video. Music video is fucking fire. It's so good. It's I actually so haven't good. seen the video yet. Dude, it's so good. Uh, I'm like, okay, I, we were talking about this yesterday, but I am such, I've become so pilled on this guy Yeah. because I think this is going to sound absolutely insane, but I realized the secret to pop music success. Oh my God. That's, are you sure you want to say it here? I'm, almost, I'm like so convinced about this that I'm almost like, should I say this? No, I'm just kidding. But the secret literally is, and it, it, it boggles my mind that we don't see this more in pop music. The secret is you write a perfect pop song, uh-huh. which is hard to do, but you can literally look yeah, up. The secret is write a perfect no, pop no, 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 no. song. Hear me out. 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 Okay, okay. Hear me out. There are books written on how to do this. Right. Yeah. It's it's not sure. it's rocket science. Yeah. You can figure out verse, chorus, pre-chorus, verse, pre-chorus, chorus. Yeah. There's whatever. a structure. Yeah. It's structured. We all we all know the structure, and mm-hmm. it works. The secret is to have just one, just one X factor in the song that makes you go, "What the." 
Ah, it's a terrible idea. That's all it is. And think about this. So Troy, Siv- Troy Sivan has that song called Rush, his yeah. first one, right? Yeah. Classic, just like whatever, electro pop pop song. However, the chorus has gang vocals that aren't sung. They're, they're yelled. A group of dudes going, I feel the rush, addicted to your touch. Oh, I feel the rush. What does that remind me of? I remember when I first heard it, I was, it's like, a, it's like that uh, fucking it's song from the 2000s that was played at like Y dances and shit. Like school dances. Yeah, I don't know. Um, oh, I'll keep talking. I'll try to think. But you know what I mean. But, yeah. but these, this is something that, like, I mean, I always joke that it just sounds like hardcore gang vocals. Like, yeah. just like, ah, the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you have this thing where the first time you hear it, you're like, you're like, what the fuck is this? And then you're like, you're able to describe the song without it having any musical knowledge. You're yeah. like. They're like, that new Troy Zavon song, like, it's a pop song. And they're like, how does it go? And someone just goes like, I feel the rush. Because uh, it's just like, it's a thing that's easy to do. So true. Now his new song, which I heard last night, can't remember what it's called. Again, simple, perfect little pop song. What does he do this time? He samples that Bag Raiders song. And then pitches it up and whatever. But again... That's the the story. That that's the talking point of yeah. the song. Yeah. And all it takes, in my mind, is you just have to have one, one bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, like, say what say what you want about it being a good idea or a bad idea. Because yeah. I mean, it can be wrong. But I honestly think that like what makes these songs hits and what makes these songs like work. Like again, another example that I'm just thinking right off the top of my head is like "Holla Back Girl" by yeah. by Gwen Stefani. It's like. You know, the thing about that song is that there's like basically no music. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just drums. Yeah. And like, you know, the, the initial vocals. response is like, why don't we just like add more? And they're yeah. like, no, 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 just the drums. And then like one little like tiny little melody. But these things like that, things that like stand out because there's. Yeah, there's, true. There's, that are, it's convention stripped or added to like, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. With, it's, yeah. That makes sense to me. And the thing I just don't understand is why we don't see more of that. Because they haven't heard this episode yet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I would, now, now if we're talking about a great ending song, that would be it. But unfortunately, if I did that, episode would probably get taken down. Yeah, copyright? It's yeah. too new. I think it's, be, I think it's too much of a smash. Mm. It's too much of a smash. Shit. How far are we in? We got, uh, we're at 56 minutes. Oh, that's kind of perfect. Yeah, perfect. Kind of perfect. Uh, I guess the last thing who... Oh, I, I didn't go through my TIFF movies. Oh, yeah. What else did you, what else did you watch? Zone of Interest, which you talked about. Yeah. Great. You might call it a one-idea film, but it's one great fucking idea. Okay. La Chimera, pretty good. Okay. It's like a Indian art house Indiana Jones. I'd okay. say it's like 30 minutes too long, but it's good. Okay. Definitely check it out. Hopefully she cuts it before the edge comes. <laughs> uh, Dream Scenario, which I think you're going to like a lot. Yes. I think it's really good. Don't have much to say about it except for go watch it when it comes out. Yeah, I'm 100. That's that's the one that I well because it already has a release date. Yeah, yeah. So I look forward to. It's like yeah. soon too. It's like yeah. It's like a month or something. It's so. It's, do you know the general concept? I yeah, guess it's yeah. like released now. It's like a guy who starts appearing in everybody's dreams. dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really sick. I think like it's the cancel culture movie. I don't think we need to make any more cancel culture movies okay. after that. It's like the last one. It's the, Tar he sums it up. Man. Tar being the yeah. first one. Yeah, he sums it up. One. I think it's pretty succinct. Everybody was, I know everybody was in the process of making their cancel culture movie. Yeah. You can move on. Yeah. yeah. You're allowed. Just like the, the bands. This is the, this is <laughs> yeah. the, the music of yeah. cancel culture exactly. movies. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we can move on. We don't now. need any more of them. It's the last we got one. it. Everyone gets the idea. Yeah. It was both good and bad. Yeah. All right. There's pros, uh, and, there's there's pros and there's cons. Um, and then I saw Agro Drift, which we already talked about. Right. Yeah. Okay. I got burnt out after four. Sorry. Overall. Guys. Good TIFF experience? Yeah, it's fun. The best? The best TIFF experience? Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I've, I always get burnt out after one film. This time I made it till four, so. Yeah. I'm getting sick. better. I'm sick. getting better. Next year you'll be doing, you know, maybe I'll do six, five. six to eight. Maybe six. Six to eight. We'll see. Yeah, double it up. We'll see. Maybe we forget a cold pod press pass next year. Oh, we got we to gotta, we gotta, we gotta look into that. I right? wonder if we could. I, I honestly time. think we could. Yeah, probably. Like, there's literally like, like, I mean, I don't know about now, but I remember before people used to get press passes for having fucking blogs. Yeah. You know, yeah. more people listen to this shit than, <laughs> than <laughs> like and these bloggers <laughs> and these substackers. Um, yeah, yeah, next next year we'll try to get that. Yeah. Uh, 
Sick, I guess. Uh, last thing I want to say was shout out to uh, Debbie Friday for winning the Polaris Prize. Ooh. She's going to be coming on the pod soon. Ooh. We can talk about uh, maybe donating some of that 50K to us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, there's, some, there's, some, there's some good stuff coming up finally as we've had a lot of, just a lot of cancellations and... Being a little busy and then also just, you know, life, Being life, sober, life, man. life comes at you fast sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we'll uh, we'll fade out with some... Uh, some I see the bush. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Get on it. The chips are on fire. You know I'm